Have you heard this? With Indie Phil and Grimbo. <laughs> yeah. Indie Phil. Woohoo. That's cool, isn't it? Do I need, do I need um, like another nickname in front of the Grimbo? Or behind it? <laughs> I would behind it work. <laughs> Grimbo the something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think I need I need something in front of the Grimbo, I think. Because I'm jealous of you having Indian Phil. I'm just Grimbo. I feel no, like see, I'm missing I'm, out. I'm not I'm an indie. I'm, I'm not, you change that. You change that for the better, <laughs> I think. Well, I do like indie. <laughs> it's indie Phil. Indie Phil has no connotations it, whatsoever. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> like the other one does. The other one's like, <laughs> your kids straight away went... <laughs> You can't be called that. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Hey, welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got a little thing that I want, two things actually, that I want to talk about tonight that, that your girls will probably get on board with. Right, do you, do you want to do that now or are you saving it for later? No, we'll do it later, we'll do it a bit later. All right. Then. You said you had loads of stuff. Well, I do, I've got a, I've got a judge fill for you. I've mm-hmm. got um, I've got some things I want to talk about about um, laws. I've got a couple of mm-hmm. games I want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might squeeze some music in, possibly. Well, I've got I've got a problem for you to solve. As in your capacity, as an ag- agony, I suppose you're an agony uncle, aren't you? Oh <laughs> right, okay. rather than an agony aunt. <laughs> We'll have to give you a proper agony name like Mr. Somebody. Do it. Um, I think, well, uh, so come on then, who are you going to be, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Who do you want to be? Mr. Ekan. Mr. Ekan? Okay. Ekan, yeah. Oh, You're he- Mr. Ekan. Alright, okay, I'll, I'll run with that. Yeah. Right, so, Mr. Ekan, in your capacity as an agony uncle, we have a real life. This is a real life. <laughs> um, problem. Problem hey, for you to solve. When you say real life, <laughs> do you mean actual real life? Yeah, I mean actual real life. This right. is actually out of the newspaper. <laughs> okay, fire away. <laughs> right. So it is, dear Mr. Ekan. It doesn't really, you know, but we'll, we'll go with that. Dear, dear Mr. Ekan. My new boyfriend started licking and caressing my elbow in bed. It turned me on so much that I orgasmed. (laughs) And neither of us could believe my body's reaction. He thought it was hysterical, but I was mortified. I (laughs) I googled it and read that elbows aren't an erroneous what have you say that erogenous <laughs> erogenous that's it erogenous aren't erogenous erogenous zones now I'm worried he will think I'm a weirdo is this normal he's 20 and I'm 18 and I'm 18 Mr. Ekan says um, you. That's me. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say, hey, if it works, go with it. If you if you build it, they will come. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? If it works for them, more power to their elbows. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. I mean, but yeah, it is as weird as hell. Isn't it? <laughs> Your elbow, your elbow is famous for not really having a lot of senses <laughs> no, in it. Unless, unless, unless you whack, unless you're whacking on something. Was oh, that when he says when he says like he found it really funny? Is that why? Because it was like because uh, yeah, it was because it was a like humorous. Hey, <laughs> hey, that isn't that weird? I just I was just I was flicking through the newspaper and I saw that. Yeah, Madges has made a comment about Madge you, by the way. Madges, Madges says that you you think. The erogenous zones are somewhere near the equator. Hey, hey, I've always done all right with the ladies. Have you now? Have you now? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, you, you, yes. you say that <laughs> not, such... not for the past, not for the past 30 odd oh, years, because I've been married. You, not since you turned ugly. But before that, 
But before that, not that it's a tin ugly. Thank, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> thanks for that, Mr. Ekan. Mr. E- what's what's right. this Ekan you keep I talking about? I have no, I've no idea. I've no idea. But that's 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 your official agony aunt, agony uncle name, it Mr. Is, Ekan. Until, until we that's think what you're going to solve. That's what you're going to solve, probably. That is the name we're going to use when you solve people's problems. But I think I nailed that one. Mr. I think that Ekan. was uh, that was a pretty good answer. You know, whatever. You can't judge people for anything like anything. Any kinks? That's the that's the word the kids use. I think these days. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for yes, Judge Phil. Yep. Come on. So here we go. In 1931, 56-year-old Carl Tanzler was working at a hospital in Florida when he fell in love with a 22-year-old Cuban-American woman named Maria Alina. So, he's 56, she's 22. Shouldn't we be playing, shouldn't we be playing the Simon Bates music here? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, that's a, yes, but I think uh, this is Crown Court. But you haven't got it, so... No, I haven't. This is Crown Court. We'll stick with Crown Court. Okay, so when the couples met, De Hoyos, which was the girl was dying from tuberculosis, a terminal condition in the 1930s. Throughout the last year of her life, Tanzler reportedly showered the young woman with gifts and even purchased an expensive mausoleum when she died. You can see where this is going already, can't you? After her mm-hmm. death, Tanzler visited De Hoya's grave, singing Spanish love songs to her. He later claimed that her spirit encouraged him to remove her from the grave and take her home. So one night in 1933, allegedly haunted by these ghostly requests, Tanzler carried De Hoyos back home in a wagon. Keep it like Grimbo. <laughs> over the next seven it. plus years. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> over the next <laughs> seven plus years. He didn't, he didn't buy a motel, did he? <laughs> Over the next seven plus years, Tanzler preserved the woman. He replaced her skin with silk and wax, stuffed her body with rags to keep its shape, and used perfumes to disguise the smell. It and wasn't put, until and put the senator's and put the senator's daughter in a big hole in the, in the <laughs> yeah. basement. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. It wasn't until 1940 when De Hoyos' sister, Florinda stormed into his home with police in tow that the truth was discovered. Right. Now, what should have happened to him? Right. What he's got to go to... Right, he's got, he's got to go to some sort of medical facility. He is, like, seriously disturbed. He's not... Yes, it's a criminal act he's carried out, but he hasn't carried it out as a criminal, he's carried it out as like somebody that's seriously not right in the bonds. So I would have said, for however long it takes, you're in that maximum security hospital with um, with all the other people who are. Now, I think last week we already agreed that you're not the best uh, lawyer in the land when it comes to facts and things, because all the information you, need, you needed was in there. So this was, it was 1933, um, it was 1931 mm-hmm. when she died, and 1940 when they found him. Tanzler wasn't actually prosecuted because the statute of limitations had already passed. Yes, but he's still mad as a box of frogs. Oh, <laughs> I think we can all he agree on that. Still, he should still go to some sort of facility. Yeah, well, he didn't. He along with along with Jack Nicholson walked in, away. In walked a, away in a big Indian bloke. Aye, yes. that was a good film. Great film. <laughs> what a t- <laughs> okay, so uh, so there you go. That was that one. Mm-hmm. Now I have some. I have some laws. I have six laws mm-hmm. here, right? 
and just like last week, you need to tell me whether this is real or made up. Mm-hmm. All right, so number one, in Florida, it's illegal to pass wind in a public public place after 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Is that? Oh, that's true. That's true. The Americans are absolutely nuts. All right, so you're saying that's true. Okay. Um, Milan in Italy states that it is a legal requirement to smile at all times except at funerals or in hospitals. <laughs> that's rubbish. That okay. not say that's false. <laughs> if you own any chickens in Quitman, Georgia, it's illegal to let them cross the road. <laughs> <laughs> but why would they be crossing the road? To get to the other side, obviously. <laughs> um, Are we saying that's true or is that false? We'll say that's true. Oh, you're going to say that's true? Okay. Yeah, we're right. just, just, just for the hell of it. <laughs> it's against the law to have a sleeping donkey in your bathtub after 7 pm. That's true. That's, that's got to be true. Okay. Where is that? <laughs> I don't know. Where, where, where is that? I don't know, I just made it up. Right, so... Uh, All right. <laughs> are you sticking with truth? false, then. You said it's false, false for that one. Then. I would say... False. You're going to say false for that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, in Samoa, it is illegal to forget your wife's birthday. Oh, definitely. That's definitely That's real, a real true. thing. Right, mm-hmm. okay then. So... Well, as last week, all of them are true, right? So which ones did you get wrong? You got I have number, no idea. You got number two wrong, which was Milan states that you have to smile at all times except at funerals. You said that was false. It's actually true. So what are they doing at the minute? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> false, false, true. <laughs> well, Baz, they were all true, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so you also said it's false that um, it's against the law to have a sleeping donkey in your bathtub after seven. That's true. Yes, because you. I only changed that because you I said pulled the one over you. I was a sneaky little person, wasn't I? Yes. And uh, in Scotland, if someone knocks on your door and requires the use of your toilet, you do have to let them enter. Baz um, got that one wrong. You think being a Scot. He would have got that one right, wouldn't you? Think, you? So you'd clearly think that's, he would have known, wouldn't he? Clearly, uh, he's so not in touch. If I'm with ever that. in Scotland, I'm going knocking on Baz's door. Oh, do you know what? If you're in Scotland, you want to find like the nicest house. If you if you're desperate for a poop, don't just go to but any seen, old place. Yeah, but, I've seen, but what are you saying about Baz's house? Like? <laughs> if you're desperate for a poop, look for like the nicest, fanciest house you can find. Yeah, but I've seen yeah. But we've seen pictures of Baz's bathroom. It's nice and clean. Oh, this is true, because he had his foot in the sink, didn't he? He's, yeah, he's saying uh-huh. there's nobody's knocking on his door and taking a dump in his toilet. <laughs> well, well, okay, well, we'll see you on uh, in well, front of the... Pro- we'll what call, you call it yours. What do you call them in Scotland? The Procket uh, Fiscal or something? Uh, yeah, some, uh, well, uh, well, well, we'll call it his... We'll use his house. To go to the toilet when we're doing the sh- when we're doing the Edinburgh show. We should encourage everybody to do that, shouldn't we? We should say, by the way, the toilets are closed here. Oh, yeah. But Baz's house is open. Go to anybody Baz's wants. House. <laughs> yes. Uh, there we go. All <sighs> oh, right. So uh, there you go. Well, do, so do you want was... some? Just just some some little tiny. How much things cost in the past? Oh! Oh! Yes. In 1984, right? 1984. 1984. Yes. Now, okay. See if you can see if you can see how much. How much was a first class stamp in 1984? 1984 first class stamp. Uh, Twelve pence. Twelve pence. Ooh, seventeen. Ooh, how Christ. much are they now? Oh, like sixty pence. So I think they're more than that. Like, <laughs> does anybody use stamps anymore? <laughs> well, they must do. Like, um, what was the average price of a house? Come on, you should know this because you probably bought one round about then. Average price of a house in 1984? Um, 55,000. <gasps> way over. Oh, really? 32. No way. No way. Wow. Mm-hmm, 32 grand. Crikey, okay. Uh, a litre of fuel. Crikey. In 1984. 
Um, 35 pence. 41. Oh, I'm not that far away. A pint. A pint in 1984. Um, 17 pence. No. 72 pence. That, that that must be them them their London prices that yeah I think so oh, I'm pretty sure so. in in Great Lumley Working Men's Club in 1984 you could have got a pint of exhibition for 17 pence you probably still can <laughs> you can't because it shut down donkeys years ago <laughs> it's is that the snooker club now uh, no it's uh, it's shops and houses now. Is it? I did, oh, you did, did, uh, did you not get the gig to paint that? No, oh, I did the uh, what used to. I did did what used to be the Warriors Arms. We did that. Right. Okay. He had many a, a now, night in the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't and think I was the a last one. Man. I know. And then the, the last one. Twenty twenty cigarettes. You'll not know this unless 20 you used cigarettes. Twenty eight pence. One pound thirty-two. Oh man! They've always hammered. They've always hammered the the, the uh, always hammered cigarettes. Haven't they with tax? Mm. See, there mustn't have been much fuel, much tax on that petrol then. Well, there's like there's tax mm. on tax now, isn't there? So the tax it, and then they put tax on top of the tax. Mm-hmm. Clever that. It's genius. Mm-hmm. It? And Nigel Lawson um, decided he was going to. Get rid of the half penny coin in 1984. I mean, anything else happened? Can you get half pence coin? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was that was uh, for the best. Oh, I think so. I think yeah. so. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to argue and, with that, isn't it? Uh, uh, Torval and Dean won the gold medal in Sarajevo. I don't know what they call it. What's all these... Right. Um, You're trying to... Where about that? What do you want to do? Well, let's have a few little facts, right? Because I do. I want to... We've got three minutes until half time. Did Come you on. know, Phil? Phil, have you heard this? Koala I, I fingerprints. This. Koala fingerprints are so close to humans that they contain crime scenes. That they contain what? They can taint crime scenes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If you the can't con- understand us, what chance has anybody else got? <laughs> the contain crime scenes. Well, how does that work? Yeah. So apparently, yes, I had heard that. Oh, I you had heard, heard that. I had heard. Yes. Yeah, because right. I watch QI as well. That wasn't off QI. I don't watch QI. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where I heard it. I heard it on QI. Did you know your tonsils can grow back if there's any tissue left behind after they've been removed? Your tonsils. No, can grow I didn't back. know that. There you go. They don't take tonsils out anymore, do they? Or appendices, appendixes, appendices. They don't take them out anymore. They used to, didn't they? When we were little, you had a sore throat. Yeah, I think they still do. They still, they still do a, uh, appendix. Yeah, but only if it's gonna burst. They don't just. They've got to pay your stomach. Take his appendix out. See if that helps. Mm-hmm. They don't just no, take them out on a whim anymore. Graham Norton. Graham Norton famously had his appendix out <laughs> because. He, I think it was to get a day off school, right? Said he had a bad stomach. They called the doctor. Doctor came out, looked at him, and said, "Oh, it's appendicitis." And he was so frightened that he'd get in trouble. <laughs> he get in trouble for, for wagging it. That's a brilliant. He story. went through with the whole thing. Got his appendix out the lot. <laughs> Phil, so I enjoyed your play your cards right so much last week that I want to play it again. Right, come on. Then. Now I Bring just wish on. I downloaded a longer jingle because this jingle was like 20 seconds. <laughs> can so you I can't have it. I just looped it. Oh, I, I don't even do that. How do you oh. tell me to do that? I just need to press the play button. Right click. Down. Right click on it and then just click loop. Right click on and it. And then click on loop. Oh, now you're asking. I'll just, just, it's, uh, I don't (laughs) even do that. Right click. Nah, I'll just keep pressing the play button. Right, so. (laughs) 
my so last week anybody that was listening you did um people's ages and um Something mixed else. with calories. Mixed with mixed calories. Mixed with calories food. of food. The amount of right. calories in food. Now, tonight, I'm going to play you... This is a hypothetical situation again, right? Do you remember mm-hmm. the small child from last week? The small child small. where you were in the gimp suit? Oh, yes, yes. Well, the small mm-hmm. child still has a gun held to her face. Ooh. Now, if you don't get more than, let's say, two of these... If you get more than two of these wrong... That trigger gets pulled, and you're to blame for that small child getting her face blown clean off. All right, and it'll be your fault. We are playing. We are playing the number of deaths per year by certain things that have happened. Right? Oh God! Don't. Now we've got. Keep it light. Keep it light. <laughs> we've got. I've got thirteen things. Right? Thirteen mm-hmm. things. So. Pick one. Pick a number between 1 and 13. Number 12. Number 12, right. How many people in the... Um, well, actually, I don't know whether it's the UK or whether it's the world. I think let's say it's the world. How many people are killed as a result of lawnmower accidents? It's got to be the world. Se- 17. How many? 17. No. Is it in the UK or the world? I'm going to have to say it's the world. Right, because this number is a bit high for it just to be seventeen. Um, for <laughs> the answer is one hundred and ninety. Right, one hundred and ninety. That makes more sense for it to be the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one hundred and ninety people killed in the world by lawnmower-related accidents. Okay. I need another number between one and thirteen. Number six. <laughs> number six. Hippos. Are there more people killed? As a result of incidents related to hippos, than 190, <laughs> higher or lower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lower, but you're having terrible trouble with the word hippos, aren't you? You're saying lower. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying lower. Wow, Phil, it is a lot higher, right? It's a 2,000, no. 2,900 people die oh, every see, year. I'm, see, I'm thinking. Oh, you're thinking it's the UK, aren't you? No, yeah, yeah. Because no, was like, I was do thinking. Oh, do you remember that couple in Chesley Street got killed by that hippo <laughs> last week? Yeah, I, I, I know. I'll tell you what. I was, th- I was thinking tourists. I'm thinking tourists, but there's obviously people live in those countries as well, isn't there? Yeah, there's people live in those countries as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're alongside. So the there wild you go. An- the wild animals. That that, that little girl, that little four-year-old girl. He's pulled, the, he's pulled the trigger back guy yeah. the, the guy in the gimp suit he's pulled the trigger <laughs> back he's just oh, I tell you what it's got the, the first click on the yeah, on so, the hammer right so hippos 2900 give me another number number three coconuts are more or fewer people than 2900 killed per year by coconuts Fewer. Correct. 150 coconuts, coconut-related mm-hmm. deaths. Now, I don't know whether that includes, it just is just them hitting them on the head, or whether that includes, or like, ch- a, choking. Or allergic reactions, <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> choking on the mark of somebody throwing one at somebody. Yeah. Or what if, or it could be like, um, at, a, at a fun fair, somebody throws, you know, the coconut's shy, somebody uh, throws the ball, hits the coconut, bounces back and hits them. Is that a coconut related death? That's a coconut related well, death, isn't it? It's coconut related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no allergies. <laughs> right. That's something. Is a coconut a nut? That's that's a topic for another question. Right, so uh, 150 coconuts, Phil. Mm. Give me another mm-hmm. number. Number one. Number one? Selfies. Are Higher. Higher. Are <laughs> no, it's lower. <laughs> it's lower. What? Twelve people have died as a result of taking selfies. I thought it would have been higher than twelve. I've actually got a book here, and it's one of the facts in this book. No way. <laughs> yeah. 
I bought, the, I bought this book about mobile phones on Sunday. Does it, do we all just have to wait while you look this up, or can we just get no, on with the show? No, no, go on, go on. Right. just continue. Okay, continue. so that, this, this child, through, this, you've got one more chance. You've got one more mm-hmm. chance, or this little kid's... That was the second click of the... That yeah. was the second click of the hammer, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, so 12. The next, hopefully you'll get the next one, right? Give me another number. Um, number two. Icicles. Ooh. Higher or lower than 12? In the world or just yes, in the... Yes, in the world, in a year. Higher. It is higher. It's 150. Give me another number. N- number 10. Lightning. Deaths. Yes, deaths by lightning or from lightning or related to lightning. Lower. Oh, Phil. She's dead. She's dead. <laughs> She's, She's gone. She's a goner. And, and I thought she'd be like a, um, a long-run person in, in, in the podcast, <laughs> which is she lasted two weeks. Um, 24,000 deaths by lightning in the world. No. Per, per that's, a, that's total since it started writing it down, that man. It's not according to my list. I don't make this stuff up. <laughs> not according to your list. Not according to you, how you wrote it down. Right, so she's already dead, so we'll just rattle through the other few just for a laugh then. But that's okay. going to be wrong anyway. Well, I'll tell you what, no, tell you what, I'll keep these, we'll do these another week. Right. We'll do these another week, I'll just delete out the ones that you've not got right, and we'll do the rest <laughs> another week, because there's still some interesting ones on there. But uh, the poor girl, poor girl, she's, she's mm-hmm. brown bread, mate. Yeah, that's it. She's brown mm. bread, she's had it. Boom. She's, she's gone, she's gone. She's gone, mate, she's gone. <laughs> she, she's brown bread brown bread right so there was something that was on the TV last night while we were on air and it, while, the record, while there was a record playing I mentioned it to you and you went oh write that down that's good can you remember mm-hmm. yep um, this programme with I can't remember what it's called the, it's called the big dig the big garden dig Mm-hmm. And it's where they dig up people's back gardens because they think there's sort of some sort of historical ruin, yes, historical ruin mm-hmm. underneath the gardens. And the houses have been built by the Victorians; they've been built on top of it. And it just showed a little clip of the program, and they dug somebody's garden up, and there was actually a skeleton. Oh, a skeleton. In the car. Yes, skeleton. A full-on skeleton in this, in these people's gardens. But the police have to be involved. They have to get the police. Right. To, yeah. Did you know that? I didn't. Even though it's a historical event. We worked on a job um, in, I think it was Wooler. Will it possibly and uh, they found an old tomb when they were digging the founds and the police had to come and verify that it was uh, an ancient an ancient site and it wasn't just somebody decided to bury a dead body in the garden because that's a thing right so let's say for example you decide to kill somebody mm-hmm. and uh, you murder them to death and then you <laughs> um, you do it in, in a, in a a way whereby you're not obviously the suspect, right? And then all you've got to do is like chip away at the at the flesh. So all the left, all that's left is a skeleton, right? And then all you've mm-hmm. got to do after that is just age it, make make the skeleton look old, you know, like um, no. burn no. it a little bit, chip away a little bit, and then bury it. And then the police come and they think, ah, oh, yeah, this skeleton's clearly like from the f- no six hundreds. Because the job we were on was stopped for two weeks while they forensically tested these bones to make sure they were um, from the... These are from these are like from the uh, Roman skeleton or something. But they, they forensically tested them with Hugh... Hugh... What do you call him? Hugh... Come on, Grim. Hugh... Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. 
<laughs> no, no. Hugh off off of off of Mock the Week. Hugh. You. I can all like the only Hughes I can think of are um Hugh You be green. You Fernie Whitney Stall. Hugh Grant. Uh Hugh Hugh Why I wanna Hugh Hugh Dennis. Is that who it was? That's him. Yes, Hugh Dennis who presents the show. Hugh Pugh, Barney McGrew, Cusper Dibble Grub. Mm-hmm. That was uh Chigley. Was that Chigley? Was it? Ch- I always get the mix up. There was Campbellwick Green. Campbellwick Green, Chigley, and what was the other one? Which three? One had the one had the windmill, one oh. had the fire station, and one had the train. Oh, I used to love that. Time goes by when you're the driver of a train and you stand on the push plate there and back again. Over bridges, under bridges, 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 Pew Pew, uh, Barney McGrew, Cusper Dibble Grub. <laughs> Do you know why you say Pew twice? Were they brothers? They were twins. Oh, were they? Were they identical twins? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> they, were, they were just sponge puppets, but I think they were identical. <laughs> now, we we talked about this. I've been I've been corrected, by the way. Just we should probably do a quick fact check. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about whether you could have um, a male and a female identical twins. And you can't. Mm-hmm. I've been put very much uh-huh. right. I said that. Well, you know, you say a lot of things, don't you, to be honest? <laughs> yeah, I don't, let's face it, I do. I just say stuff and I just hope that it's true. You can't have um, a male and female identical twins. They're both mm-hmm. going to be one or the other. Can you yeah, get okay, you remember- Can you get identical triplets? I suppose you, I suppose you can. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Wow, can you imagine that? Identical because, triplets. Because, yeah, um... You can get identical as many children as humanly possible, I presume. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just just confirm to me you're not technically a real doctor. <laughs> just the way you said that. You said like you've, you said that with the authoritativeness of somebody who's got like a master's degree in human biology. So, yeah. So I would have thought it depends because you do know how it works, don't you? I do now. <laughs> I've been educated. How, how, twi- how twins work? Yeah, I've been. I've been. Educated. Non-identical twins is two eggs. Yes. Identical twins or triplets is the egg splits. Mm. The actual one egg splits into however many children there is. Do, do you not think? Right. Okay. I'm guessing mm-hmm. it's the same kind of principle as getting a double yorker in an egg, right? You think you think it's gonna be like that? It is, isn't it? Sam, what do you so, think? Oh, yeah, I'm Sam Sout of double yolk. I think you get more twins in real life than you get double yolk. I've never had a double yolk. No. Have you? you? Have. I yeah. haven't. No, nah, never once had a double. You want to go to Mark? You you know what you want to do when you when we finish this show? What? What? You want to get down to the petrol station? Uh huh. At the roundabout at Chester, uh-huh. the Marks and Spencers one. And buy a box of double yolk eggs. Are they not just a wind-up? No. Because that are you sure? Because I'm sure there was like one of these April Fool jokes where they, you could buy a box of double yorkers. Well, Dave Gorman said you could. Oh, there you go. Did, you didn't watch the end of that show, did you? No, I don't know. I probably might have fell, I might have fell asleep. It's yeah, all on very. If you'd have watched it to the end of that show. He actually uh-huh. says that it was a joke and it was a wind-up and that they actually made, they made these double yorkers. How did they make them? I don't know how they made but them or the family one, but you need to watch shows to the end. I can't help when I fall asleep. I just fall asleep. <laughs> Dave Gorman's on always very late. Right. Yeah, so going back to what I said, you don't get many double yorkers. Mm-hmm. I think you get more likely, more incidences of twins in humans than you do with double yorkers. Oh, no. I've never had one. 
You must have. Well, you, you must say have that. had double York. You say that, but I haven't. I've had one since I moved into this house. And I've only lived here two, three years. Right, so what do you got for us, Phil? What do you got? Um, right, do you want, would you like would you like an ethical question? I would like nothing better. <laughs> right. So you're walking down a busy street. Okay. So people a bustling street. Remember when they used to be like that when you used to oh, have to dodge people and yeah, and like people would bump into yeah, you. Yeah, I can remember that. And you remember that when like 2019. So you're walking down, you're walking down the, the street, mm-hmm. and you accidentally bump into somebody. Uh-huh. The person who you bump into falls down a manhole. Right. Falls down a manhole and kills. British telecom worker who was at the bottom of the hole working on some cabling. Mm-hmm. Right. So you think you don't know this has happened. Right, okay. You just, you just think, oh, that person I've bumped into has fell down the hole. I'm going. So you just go, uh-huh. as you would. Yeah. You would, you know, you would. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stop go. to make sure everybody's okay. You would just. Yeah, you would just go. You would head home. You've got things to do. Yeah, of course, you've got, a, you've, got a yeah. show, you've got a show to do, haven't you? Yeah, you've got a show to do. You've got a gimp suit to put on. So you head home, get chains into your gimp suit. Yeah. You're watching the telly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> comes on, on, on the local news. Right. Police seek a man who pushed a woman down a drain and killed a BT worker. <laughs> What would you do? <laughs> well, you would have to go and own up to that. You would have to, because you just know for a fact there's going to be CCTV on you. You're going to get found. No, no, you, you, you well, yeah, yeah. You could, you, you you could know look you're at it that way. Caught. Would you rather get caught or would you rather say, oh, look, that was me, but I didn't push her? <laughs> yeah, and then the policeman's going to say, well, yeah, but why are you wearing that gimp suit? <laughs> <laughs> And you're going to say, hey, what I, I wear of an evening in my own house? In my own home. It's up to me. Yeah. Don't you be judging me, my kinks. <laughs> yeah, but, surely, but surely you should wait for the kids to go to bed before you put it on. Yeah, you probably should. Do, yeah. You should probably wait till you get in the house. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a gimp equivalent of Superman. You just jump into a, into a post. <laughs> A telephone box. A post box. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, well, I was, I was gonna say <laughs> a post office telephone box for some reason. This is like the 70s. Um, you're changing into this Gibson. I mean, I've never worn one, honest, mm-hmm. but I'd imagine they're quite tight. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to imagine they're going to take so. some getting into. And, it's, mm-hmm. and imagine you're in a telephone box trying to get into this gimp suit. <laughs> you, need, you need a hand. How many, people, how many people can you get in a telephone box? Yeah. Right, here's a question for you. How many people can you get in a telephone box? And how many people can you get in a telephone box if one of them is trying to get into a gimp suit? <laughs> just, surely just two. <laughs> the person that's in the phone box and somebody helping. Somebody spreading, some, somebody spreading the lard. Yeah, I was going to say, you would need to be lubed up somewhat, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, if you're lubed up, if you're the person who's put the lube on, your hands are going to be all lubed up. How are you supposed to grab a hold of the latex and the rubber to pull it tight? Because it's got to be tight. You, the last thing you want to see is somebody in a wrinkly gimp suit, isn't it? Can you imagine? Oh, that's just going to take all, well, the, all, all the eroticism but, out of the but whole gimp suit thing. But surely for, for comfort, while you were watching the news, you would, you would pull the zip down. From zip. <laughs> Let your belly hang out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just, just while you were watching the news, <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes on the news that, that you'd right, actually so anyway, killed back, a BT. We got distracted. You'd actually killed. You'd actually killed a BT bloke because oh, I would. Do, do you just go? Do you just go? My broadband's never worked properly. I'm not <laughs> yeah, one enough. Sort of, that'll teach them. <laughs> um, do you know what? I'm the sort of person I would have to own up to because I would not 
be able to live with myself every time the doorbell rang, every time I saw a shadow <laughs> against the window, knowing that someone's coming to the door, I'd be like, oh, here we go, he's the police. Yeah, I'd rather just get over and done with. I'm the sort of person where you, you can any never kind of, do a if there's any kind of anything, doom or anything, I just want it. I want to know the answer straight away. I don't want to. These, these ethical questions aren't very good for you because you just like you just own up. Just, oh, yeah. It was me. I did it. You know what I'm like. You know me long enough. <laughs> the time when you hid those uh, towels in my bag. Yeah. Oh, I was beside God, myself was when funny. I realised. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I've never stolen anything in my life. <laughs> well, I mean, I have famously once, which I explained. Yes. In a previous Ooh, podcast, yeah. I did uh-huh. w- once. I can remember stealing something like proper. Oh, that was naughty. I shouldn't have done that. I've actually really genuinely stolen something. But uh, that was... Uh, <laughs> I, I would have been like about 17. 16, 17, 16. Uh-huh. Let's say 16. Um, so how long ago was that? Wow, a long time ago. 40 years ago? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what well, the... What then, the uh, then, you, then you never stole anything again nah. until you, what? Late 30s? <laughs> <laughs> when I filled your t- filled your bag with towels at the hotel, <laughs> so it would have been hilarious if we'd got stopped and searched on the way out. I would have I loved to have seen how you. you'd have reacted. <laughs> you know, I would have bring me something to bring. <laughs> well, you'd have been <laughs> Grimbo. I can't believe it. what were you thinking? I can't believe you've done that. <laughs> All them towels <laughs> because they weren't even out of our room. They were off the trolley outside, of, like, just in the corridor. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Get some towels. So there you go. So I would, I would own up to that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, a, well, okay, two things. A, why did they not have the manhole cordoned off? Right, that's me first. That's mm-hmm. me health and safety thing. Secondly, I would have, as soon as I've bumped her, <laughs> I, knew I would you were going to do that. I would have been. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Are you all right? I'm yes, sorry. I. You would. Uh, Either that. Either that, or if she hadn't been smoking, you would have grabbed her by the collar. I would have been. <laughs> what the hell you doing? <laughs> I would have bumped. I would have bumped into her. Right, she's fallen down the manhole. I'd have turned round to say sorry. Realised there's nobody there, and I'd be thinking, "Wow, that was spooky." Mm-hmm. And then, just, see, that's it. You don't know you've done it. I would just, I would have just ignored the whole thing, and hopefully it would have just went away. Uh, things often do. Things often mm-hmm. do. Well, that was interesting, <laughs> Phil. That was uh, mm-hmm. the, you do like your gym suits. I'm, you're painting the picture. <laughs> do, what do you mean? I like them. It's you that's wearing them every week. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's don't, wearing don't, them every week. Don't put you. Don't turn your kinks round onto me. You're uh, you're painting a lovely. You're picture. the one prancing, prancing around in a gimp suit. <laughs> yeah, you're painting this lovely picture of of day to day life in the sweet house. <laughs> It's not called the sweet house for nothing. Uh, right, I've got a little, a little kind of a gamey, questiony, quizzy sort of thing for you, right? So, what came first, the colour or the fruit, orange? The colour. Uh, no, the colour was named after the fruit. There you go. Yeah. Mm. Here's another one. I've got I've got a few of these all on the same lines. Brazil. Mm-hmm. What came first, the nut or the country? Well, so was, was the went, country named after Brazil? I would have went with the third option, which is the footballer. Well, Alan Alan Brazil <laughs> is he that old? <laughs> The, so, um, was Brazil named after the Brazil nut, or was the Brazil nut named the Brazil nut because it's No, because famously they don't come from Brazil, do they? Well, not that famous. <laughs> so, so, I would say it's the, the country was first. Uh, no, the, uh, Wrong. the country was named after the nut. There you go. Was so, it? Yes. But they don't right. come from Brazil. Well, hey, I don't... Hey, don't blame me. I'm just telling you the, what I've read. <laughs> so, uh, Mercedes. Mercedes-Benz. What came first? Uh-huh. The name or the car? 
In other words, were Mercedes, was Mercedes yeah, Benz uh, named after yeah, somebody called Mercedes? Or well, it was um, Benz decided had a, had a daughter called Mercedes, and he decided to call the company after his daughter's after his, the name of his daughter. That's mm. why it's Mercedes, Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. Uh, what came first, Apple, the Beatles company, or Apple's mm-hmm. Apple the computer stroke phone company? Ooh. So what came first, Beatles? Uh, well, logically, Apple logically, well, Apple hold on. Log- logically, you would say, this is not my answer, this is just thinking out loud uh-huh. for the sake of entertainment. Yes. Logically, you would say, definitely, the Beatles <coughs> company called Apple. But, did um, Matey Boy register that company in the 60s what do you call him again steve jobs mm. Mm. he doesn't know it no i thought he was just the inventor oh he no he, he, he set it up beatles was mm. 1968 which is correct um mm-hmm. and the computer company was 1976 so he was very close he got it the right way around mm-hmm. 1976 was the mm-hmm. apple computer yeah, then, you, that's what you would say that's what you would say logically but you know, you don't know if he's if he'd, re- he'd registered that with company's house or whatever the American equivalent is. It's an interesting story looking at the number of times uh, they've sued each other over the well, I say sued oh, each yeah. other. The Apple Core, the Beatles company, has sued Apple mm-hmm. computers so many times and won every time over the years. Next question: What came first, Christianity or Islam? Oh, there's a question for you. Well, I'm going to say Islam. You are, are you? Have you got some logic mm-hmm. behind that? Well, just because it's more deserty. It's more deserty. Oh my <laughs> it's more God, Islam's. Hold oh. <laughs> on, Islam's more deserty, and Christianity's more Romany. <laughs> <laughs> Not as in gypsies, as in <laughs> Rome. As in right, Pope. and obviously deserts came before Romans, so that's that's your yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly, well, if, the, if you'd known a little bit more, then this is a very easy question to answer, because Islam is based on the teachings of Muhammad, who was mm-hmm. a real person, who was born in five... <laughs> right, was, okay. Phil, Muhammad okay. was a real person. I'm not just saying okay. that. Phil, yeah, this okay. isn't... Oh. <laughs> what? You're yeah, making yourself seems, look really stupid seems, here, by the way. No, Muhammad no, actually not, was not, a real person, okay? Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not... Jesus was obviously, we don't know. It's like some people say he is, some people say he wasn't. Muhammad actually was a real person who founded Islam. I've told Islam. you this before. I've told you this before. Nobody knew who they were, where they were, or what they were doing back then. They were just walking around bumping into things. Uh, Muhammad was a real person. Get away enough of Muhammad unless, was a real unless, person. Listen, listen, listen to me. Unless he he was in the times when they started to document things properly. Is the video of Muhammad? I don't think so. There's no videos, there? but there's plenty of books. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of books about Jesus. There's plenty of books about Harry Potter. There's but no he books. didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Get a grip. Just oh because God. there's books gonna about a, you, somebody. You want to be careful. You're going to have a fatwa for you on, on your head like at this rate. Okay. You're comparing Muhammad with Chris, with Harry Potter. <laughs> the Chris, Christianity was formed in, in a, around the year 100 AD. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because what... The, the idea being that, obviously, Jesus was born, had all the shenanigans, and then people like, told <laughs> stories about him. They told stories, and then somebody got together and made it into a book, which is called mm-hmm. the Bible. You might have heard of it. Muhammad was a real person born in the year 570. Um, we know when he was born. We know when he died. We know everything about him because he was a real person. And it's it's his, it's his teachings which basically form Islam. So... Uh, Wow, I can't believe we're doing religious education on Have You Heard This? <laughs> You're not educating me, mate. <laughs> oh, my I'm not, God. I'm not, I'm not, I am not 
having it. They're not having it. There you go. No, I'm not having it. Right, and my last I'm one. My last one. What came first, chicken or the egg? <laughs> just, to, <laughs> just to keep it light. Well, it depends how we define. Because it's all to do with evolution, isn't it? Wow, that sounds that's really deep. It's all to well, do with is, evolution, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, isn't it? Yeah, you, do you have it? an opinion on is that? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, it's it's got to be the egg. I would say it's the egg. I would say it's the because egg because because it could have been something that wasn't a chicken which laid that egg that became yeah. a chicken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like a rhinoceros or something. Mm-hmm. Rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. Yeah, well, I think you'll find it was. A, I think you'll find it was like a dinosaur type thing. Yeah, a dinosaur thing laid an egg, which happened to be a chicken. And mm-hmm. uh, so you go. And so the just, egg came first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was yeah, that's fun. Called, that, that, that's called evolution. What yeah. really happened? You know what really happened? We're, yeah. Right. So what you you got something for me now? Um, I need I? a break from educating you. <laughs> oh God, she's not educating me, mate. Not with that. Um, not with that. That old bungum. <laughs> I've lost, totally lost what I'm. Uh, me bitter. Right. Okay. No, that's, oh, let, that's me give some, let me give you some. Let me give you some. Let me give you some more information then. Right. Oh, Do you, right. Did you know that they've literally just last week discovered a new chameleon? A whole yes. new chameleon. Have you seen that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, the thing that it's sprung to mind when I read that. Somebody's... The thing that sprung to mm-hmm. mind when I saw that was there's probably loads that they haven't found yet. <laughs> because the chameleons, they're just like, they've yeah. probably walked past 50 to find this one that they've just got. Yeah, but have you seen the size of it? It's, it's tiny, isn't it? It's like sits on the end of your finger. It's like the size of your fingernail. You could be forgiven for not finding that, couldn't you? Uh, yeah. But how would it? <laughs> you know, if you had one of them, yes, and it became ill, right? What would the vet see? What would the vet see if you took to the vets? <laughs> shall we just? Shall, do you want me to stand on it or flush it down the toilet? <laughs> you would just, you would just like squash it up inside some toilet paper and flush it down the toilet, wouldn't you? Surely, surely you would. Well, how how that's, small... that's how that's how there's alligators and all the drains. Exactly, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. That right? How small would a pet need to be before you think, okay, I'm going to take this to the vets, or I'm just going to flush it down the? Okay, so what? A mouse, a mouse. Okay, we're well, looking at th- something which is like. But the small, the s- smallest pet we've ever took to the vets w- would be a rabbit. All right, so. Hamster? Anything, anything, no. You wouldn't take a hamster to the vet? But didn't take that. We had hamsters, gerbils, guinea pigs, all just left to die. So if you, right, okay. <laughs> but a rabbit, is there, so in your head, a rabbit, a rabbit is the size of an animal that's worth keeping. Yeah. Uh-huh. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. What about you? Oh, You're famously seems... not a pet person, are you? Well, we did have gerbils for a while. We had two gerbils. We couldn't keep them in the same cage because one of them, one of them was lovely, and the other one was just—I was going to say an animal. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, there's some of them vicious. Because we had um, three, I think. In a, did you have them in a cage or a tank? Oh, they can't swim. We had them in a cage. <laughs> hey, boom! <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we had them in a. No. The, the first one we got. Um, I can't remember the situation, how we got it. I know we... Oh, I think somebody had this hamster and could no longer keep it because it was too much of a chore. So we had... Oh, so it was a hamster, not a gerbil? Ah, uh, it was a hamster. Was it a gerbil or a hamster? It was a hamster. Hamsters. They're all the same, aren't they? Hamsters are... Te- no, hamsters are terrible. Hamsters are nocturnal. So they're up all night. Ah. Just running around well, on a bloody kind of wheel. my lifestyle. Making a noise. That's, that's yeah, just like suppose. me. That's me running around you my and- wheel on a night time. <laughs> you... You and is it Henry? Henry or <laughs> Harold? Hank. 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 Yeah. You and Hank. Um, so yeah, he and we had this very elaborate cage where which all all like tubes and tunnels and things for it to play with. And then and then for oh that's what it was. We bought uh, some additional stuff for the cage, and they said, "Do you want do you want another hamster to go with it? Like buy the cage and get a hamster free?" And we're like, "Yeah, okay." 
they kind of they so almost self sufficient, aren't they? They just change all their stuff every week or two. So we got this other hamster. And of course, we tried to do the same with this hamster that we did with the other one, like hold it and play with it. But oh no, it wasn't having it. It didn't like <laughs> just being handled. Boom! Big <laughs> chunks out of your fingers. Out of your fingers? Out of your fingers? <laughs> yeah. So the the, the light coloured hamster, we couldn't play with. It literally just lived in the cage all the time. But the brown hamster we used to play with, and it would just like you know walk around your head and like we, mm-hmm. it was it was a fun hamster. It was a funster. Fumster, fun hamster. Um, yeah, we had um, gerbils. Kids had gerbils, and they had them in a had them in a big fish tank. And you fill, fill, fill the fish tank half full with sand, and they dig burrows in the sand. Really? Uh huh. Wow. And the tend. I don't know why, but they tend to dig them. Up against the glass. Ah, so you can see them. So they can see in the big, built a big nest and the drag stuff. But we had three, and one of them was a proper vicious one that killed the other two. Wowza. Mm-hmm. Garrett used to have a one eyed hamster. <laughs> that would have been funny if you put it on the wheel. You'd have to put the wheel sideways, wouldn't you? So he was like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There must be a, there must be a joke there somewhere. <laughs> and we had a. Um, what a guinea pig. Listen to this. You'll you like this. You'll like this. What a guinea pig. And it was really like a gingery colour, right? So orange, black, and white was its colours. And we called him Eric Lindros. Really? Yeah. <laughs> God, because famously, Eric, Eric Lindros was there. Keeper of the what do you call him again, Grimbo? Was it? Did he pay for Pittsburgh, or was it Philadelphia? No, not Pittsburgh. The, um, the Flyers. Philly Flyers. Yeah, he played for Philly. He was a goalkeeper for Philly. He wasn't, Philly he wasn't Flyers, a goalkeeper. Was he? he wasn't a goalkeeper. No. He was a player. Wasn't he was number number eighty-eight. Mm. Was his number? Yes, that's it. Uh-huh. Yeah, called him Eric Lindros. Well, what a fantastic name for a for a guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Because of his colours. <laughs> so, what else you got, Phil? What else you got? Right, I'll just have to click off this and click on this other thing here, because I was just reading this before we went on air. Right. You know of your um, dream. Which one? The one you had once, and then you dreamt you had it loads of times. Uh, my aeroplane <laughs> dream. No. Anyway. Right, flying dreams. About flying. Yes. Right? Uh, Such dreams represent feelings of freedom and independence. On the other hand, (laughs) they can also indicate desire to flee or escape from the realities of life. (laughs) What a load of bunkum. Yeah, I don't know, so I don't that's know where Mike... That's your flying dreams for you. I, I any, any others? Do you want to know the air? What? What we see? I was going to say, I don't relate to either of those two reasons for why I would have a dream. <laughs> I'm not particularly bothered about escaping. I'm perfectly happy where I am. Right. So for some reason, they've done the top nine. Oh! Why, why, right. why the top nine? I have right, no idea. Why not top ten or top twenty? Top five? No, top nine. What is wrong with these people? So, do you I, have that? Do you have that top nine, do you? Yes, I certainly do. Oh, okay. At number Excellent. nine, Justin coming in at number nine is dreams about pregnancy. Obviously, I would have thought that would be women who get that one the most, right? You think so? Number eight is your very own dream about flying. Number seven, <laughs> dreams about. Infinity. No idea. Dreams about taking a test at number six. Taking a test. What does that mean? What does that mean? Successful experience. Uh, Number five. Dreams about dying. Number six. Dreams about losing your teeth. Yeah. What about if it really happens? What about the... Do, 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 
necessarily a dream. I would say that was more of a nightmare. At number three, dreams about being chased. Does that happen in your thing as well? Uh, I have had that. Oh. I, I, I do sometimes get the one where you like, realise you're naked and you think, wow, how come <laughs> I'm married at number Straight in at number two, dreams about being naked right. in public. So what does that mean? Because <laughs> I've had that a few times, once according to you, but quite a few times really. <laughs> so once according to me is once, they all at once. Yeah. Next is we're seeing like the Quran is all redux stuff. So what does even that mean? Though, what is the... Even though it's the same stuff that's in the Bible, just in a different order. Um, what does it mean? About... What, what's it mean? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking. Hang I on. need to know. <laughs> yes, calm down. Don't worry. Dreaming about being naked is harmless. Phew. Um, by the author of the film, you did it today. Public nudity might indicate it, that you feel like you feel like a phony. Yeah, I see. You're a big phony. Oh, that you. Or that you're afraid of your shortcomings. Oh, well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> it's straight in, straight in, straight in number one. Dreams about falling. Oh, well, everybody gets that, don't they? Yeah, everybody has them. Them ones are the worst, the ones we oh, When you're just dozing off and then you you just like, you fell or tripped. Yeah. Especially when they killed the BT guy. <laughs> well, that was, that was Wait. fun. Right, then, I've got a little game for you. A little kind of a gamey sort of thing. Famous on, films. Maggie's will be good at this. Famous films, right? Because <laughs> yeah, famously, he's seen all of the films. Exactly, he has. I need you to describe a film in as few words as possible, right? And I'm going to be, it's a, it's a competition because I want to see whether anybody can beat you. So I, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to think about it. I'm going to ask you to describe the Blues Brothers film uh-huh. in as few words as possible. You've got to get the gist of the film over and kind of what it's about in as few words as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so have a think about that. And then, um, you know, not too long because, you know, we've got like a deadline. <laughs> right, come on then. So, Howard, what do you th- what do you think? Blues Brothers described in as few words as possible. I'm going to count the words. Musical. Yes. Brothers. This has got to be a sentence, by the way. Oh, musical brothers on a mission from God. Sees it all. Okay, well that was seven. That was good. That was good. Mm-hmm. Can anybody in the chat room beat? Baz is typing. Baz is typing. Baz is typing because he. He is famously a big fan of the Blues Brothers as well. Can you do it in less or fewer than seven words? Only way you could do it is just see it on a mission from God. Um, something like um, because I mean, you don't need to put the word brothers in. You could say band, um, charity band. Cause you havoc. could replace the word. You could place, replace the word brothers with band. I think the fact that the brothers is you could say charity band create havoc. That describes the Blues Brothers, doesn't it? No, because they're on a mission from God. Jill, needs to be a sentence. Needs to be a band, sentence. Band. <laughs> oh, Lord of old um, bullocks. Five, <laughs> four, even. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't know. I guess we have someone who's not a fan. Okay, he's another one. He's another one. Home Alone. Oh. <laughs> Home Alone, can you describe? How, how few a number of words can you describe Home Alone in? Right. Ooh. Home. Oh, see, you, you don't really want to use the title because that's the, that's the name of the film, isn't it? So. Um, so Kid what you want to see is there's more to the film Kid Alone at Home uh... <laughs> yeah so you can't you can't describe it Kid Home Alone Burgling <laughs> Burgling bung, Bungling Burglars 
bungling child burglars. Al- like child that. alone bungling burglars. Child, child alone flaunts bungling burglars. That's good. Fine. Or fl- child alone tackles bungling burglars. Yeah. Or a similar word. Flaunts. Flaunt work. Flaunt. No, because that would, he's not dancing around in a bloody negligee <laughs> for them, is he? Uh, anyway, that's an interesting one. We'll maybe think of some more then. So we'll, I think we got yeah. like down to five for that one, didn't we? So anybody can beat Blues Brothers for seven. Next on Wolfman Radio is Lee Madge with the Untap Project, which is a plethora. You say a plethora? Bands and singers. Yes, there's a plethora of them on the Untap Project that's coming up directly after we leave the airwaves and leave them open for Lee Madge. And is there a show after Lee Madge? I don't know. Probably Garrett. It's always Garrett. <laughs> Probably Garrett. It's usually Garrett. Yeah, it's usually, it's usually Garrett, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, well, I'm playing the uh, the old signing off music, so that right. means it's the coming head towards the end of the show. We've got. And when will you be back? You'll be back Sunday, I presume. I'm back on Sunday, eight o'clock for the groove, eight till ten. Mm-hmm. And you're back when? I'm back Saturday for jumpers for goalposts, uh, three till five. Three, do on you Saturday afternoon. Three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. No, no, it's Tuesday afternoon. No, because we played this Saturday. The mix, the mixing it up, mixing it up. Sometimes it does, sometimes it's not. Right. <laughs> well, it's been. So it's join been us for lovely that. Lovely to talk to you, Phil. It's been lovely having everybody there listening to us. Mm-hmm. But we should probably really let the people that. get on with whatever they do on a, on a Thursday night. Listen to the Untapped Project. I hope. Exactly. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Magical. Hold your hand. In a few short seconds time, it's been it's been a pleasure and an honour. See you later, Phil. <laughs> Ta-ra. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye now.